0: Alright, alright. Hey guys, what's going on? My name's Chris Hawkins and this is Your Best Life Defined. Hope you woke up excited this morning. I did. Kind of getting into some tough subjects here. I was looking back at most of the podcasts I've done, and and I've touched on this issue a little bit. But it's worth repeating because when you really think about it, how you are on the inside and fixing the damage that life hands you you is where it really starts. I mean, that's where you can, that's only after you do that is when you can actually gain the most benefit from some of the other things I'm talking about. So I want to revisit this issue, and it comes down to the brokenness that happens to us just because of life. It's just because of our interactions with people around us and the influences in our life and where we come from, we don't, not, not too many of us manage to miss some sort of brokenness. We come up when we grow up and we're adults and we have some scars and when people touch those scars, when people start getting close to those injuries, those wounds, the bad side of us comes out. We default back to our re- reactions. Before you will ever be able to wake up and actually say, you know what, I am truly living my best life, it's going to require you to look at those uh, those da- that damage, those, those scars, those places where you're hurt. If you're fortunate, you only have a few. If you're fortunate, maybe you have low self-esteem or maybe you don't think you're good enough or whatever your issue is, maybe you have some shame related to creative stuff, right? And then there's a possibility you could be broken like I was. I came from a damaged childhood. I was damaged as an adult. It was all self-inflicted, or at least as an adult. Everything we do after we become adults and we start making adult decisions are it becomes our own responsibility. If you're if you're twenty two years old and you've been making adult decisions living on your own for four years and your life is in a is in a crap, it's in a crap hole. It's in the toilet. Um there's probably a good chance it's your fault. And there's probably a good chance that the reason it's your fault is because you approach certain aspects of your life in the same manner, with the same mindset. And if that mindset isn't in a positive direction, if that mindset doesn't take you to where you need to be or where you're trying to get, you'll never get there. In other words, you can't get to the right place by doing the wrong thing, right? So in some cases, you have to start with you. You have to open yourself up to... Self-scrutiny. I don't suggest anyone go online and start talking about how broken they are. That's a conversation that has to start with you. I talk about how broken I am because I've had that conversation with me long enough that I'm comfortable coming out here and saying, yeah, I had a screwed up childhood. I was an angry asshole for a lot of years. I was hard to get along with. I had a whole backpack full of opinions. And sometimes I'd give you my opinion even when you didn't ask. In fact, a lot of times I'd give you my opinion even when you didn't ask. And the reason I sit here now and I'm comfortable in this role is I've fixed that. I've addressed it. Is there residuals? Yeah, there's always gonna be residual. Every once in a while I have to fight back against those old tendencies, that tendency to be irritated. An example is yesterday I was having trouble. I can't I can't upload my podcast to this to my computer right here, my desktop. For some random reason, it just decided to not let me log in. I've done everything the manufacturer or the hosting service has, has suggested it's not working. It needs some special attention, right? I felt myself going into that ugly place. That place, you know, where things aren't going right and you want to slam something around. You want to cuss a little. But what happens when I do that is Sandy gets all on alert. It's kind of like when you're walking in the, in the forest and all of a sudden you hear some weird noise all of a sudden all the birds they just shut up and they're listening and then you hear one bird start calling out it's over there it's over there caw caw right <laughs> almost defaulted back to it i almost want to get pissed off but that would have ruined the moment that would have ruined the moment i had in just embracing the struggle and seeing what's there and accepting it and it would have it would have damaged the moment that i was sharing with my wife because you got to remember we're in a fifth wheel I'm sitting at the table doing my work, and she's uh, five feet away behind the kitchen counter, behind the kitchen island, the island, fixing breakfast. And she hears that from me, and I go south, and I go to that place I was. She remembers those places. She was right there on a lot of them. She was there with most of them. She does not want to have me be there, and I don't want to be there. But in order for that to happen, you have to fix that. You have to fix those reactions, now this is where it gets tough. It gets tough because in order for you to do that, you have to take an honest look at your life. And, and honesty is the foundation. You know, you can lie to people if you want, but you don't you can't lie to yourself. And it's only by lying to yourself that your life gets into a position to where it's not manageable and yet there doesn't seem to be anything you can do about it. I know why I reacted the way I did. I was insecure. I, didn't ha- I had severe trust issues. I didn't trust that anyone could possibly love me. I, I used anger as a tool to keep people away from me, to keep people from loving me so I didn't have to experience the hurt that comes when they just kick me to the curb as a friend or as a partner. I mean, it was easy for me to be angry with Sandy all the time because I knew she was going to leave me. She, she couldn't love this, right? She couldn't love this. And I was just getting myself ready, just prepared. I'll just be angry and mean. And that way when she leaves me, it won't hurt as bad. Fixing what's broken. Fixing what's broken is, it's a tough journey and it starts with an investigation. I started for me with an idea in my head that I could be a better person. And it came from the fact that my dad was such a wonderful man. And when he died at his funeral, people said that. They talked about his kindness and his smile and his laughter. And it made me sad because I realized I, those, weren't, those weren't adjectives that will, would have ever described me at the time. They weren't adjectives that people would say, yeah, that Chris sure was a fun guy. He was, a, he was just the nicest guy. He laughed and smiled all the time. <laughs> and it scared the crap out of me, it did. It scared me because I thought, well, goddamn... What are they going to remember? And not only that, but I looked at my dad's life and in a blink, and in the blink of an eye, it was gone. And all the stuff he had didn't matter. It was only the experiences that mattered. And I thought, what am I doing? So I started working on it, started fixing it. Started fixing my relationship by stepping outside my box and accepting guidance from from a counselor, from a couple counselors. By starting to read books and try and learn more about why I did the why I am the way I am and how to change it. By painting a picture of our life together that is way more amazing than anything I ever imagined, and then going after it and not forgetting to keep focused on that, on that image, on that idea that's just crazy. Who does that? Who turns their life around from the most angry, hateful people person in the world to someone who wakes up every day energized? And believe me, I spend a lot of time thinking about my life, but then I spend a lot of time thinking about your life too. And I think, is this bullshit? It was what I'm saying, bullshit, and it's not. So let's say I've went on here for about eight minutes. What do you do? What do you need to do to fix your life, or to fix what's broken? I have to face it. So basically, what you do is, I mean, the rule for me in all things, when it comes down to the basis for a decision, is don't make it worse. The goal is to make it better. It's not to make you happy. It's to make your condition, the condition or the situation you're in better. Well, look at, look at what's making it bad. If you're having trouble in your relationship, what's the cause of the trouble? Are you yelling? Are you irritable? Are you impatient? Are you selfish? There's a reason, and it takes guts. It takes guts. It takes courage for you to actually sit down and actually evaluate yourself and say, you know what? I suck. If you're you're having trouble with this, just do it this way. Pretend that you're a friend of yours. And then review all the actions this new friend you found has and does. All the things they do every day. Being pissy at work, grumpy, talking about this person, talking about that person. Giving their opinions and being all that. Being however you are. And ask yourself, is that the kind of person you want to hang out with? I got it. That's figured out for me, man. I just figured out. I'm irresistible. I've said this before. I'm living by it. I just got off the phone with my wife. She's out doing some stuff. And I just called her. I said, hey, listen, I got a couple more podcasts to do. When I get done, I'm going to go ahead and eat the frog. Now, I mentioned that in the last podcast, but it's worth mentioning. Again, eating the frog is doing that thing that you do not like to do, right? Doing it first so that everything else in your life is easy, all right? Well, I told her I'm going to eat the frog. When I when it comes to living this RV life, one of the things I hate to do is to clean the shower, I don't I don't exactly know why. I don't know why, but it gets cleaned once a week. And the way it gets cleaned is when I dec- make the declaration, once a week I eat the frog and I clean it. And I clean it from top to bottom and I polish the chrome and I clean the clean the sliding glass doors and I do a really good job on it. And it's only because that's how I fix it. That's how I push forward and I and I make that stuff happen. Take a look at what's broken with you. Eat the frog and ask yourself the truth about yourself. Do you really wake up energized about the house and all the stuff you have? And people mistake this, they get all defensive. When I start talking about your choices and how you're just like your neighbors and your neighbors are like your neighbors and your mom's like your uncles, and you know, it just goes on and on. People get all offended or like, well, you're talking smack about my life. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not talking smack about your life. I'm not talking, saying anything. I'm neutral. I got my life. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm living my life. If I don't ever say another thing about your life or give you another idea about how to make it better, my life isn't going to change. It's going to keep going. All I'm doing is showing up every day, showing you, giving you ideas about how you can, how you can make what you got going on better. And sometimes it's not about being happy. It sucked. It's hard for me to swallow my pride and actually have to explain myself to my wife and tell her, yes, that was an issue that bothers me. I am excited about it or frustrated by the circumstances, but it's not about you. It's about me venting information and getting rid of some poison. That's what I call it, spitting the poison out. When you have bad feelings, the last thing you want to do is keep them in. Someone says something that makes you feel shamed or hurts you, the last thing you want to do is keep it in and poison yourself, right? Why not give them a little something back? And it doesn't have to be anger. It has to be, hey, listen, I don't like that. You can't do that to me. You're not. I'm not that isn't. That isn't acceptable. You set your own standard, and if the people around you don't act, uh, appreciate it or value what your standard is, then they don't get to be around you. That's simple. That's part of that step to fix what's broken. Accepting people in your life that abuse you because you love them. No, we accept people in our life because they love us. We accept people in our life because they meet us on mutual ground, with mutual respect and consideration from a a platform of kindness. So, given this, what are you going to do? What will you do in the next day or week to bring uh, yourself forward on your personal growth? And that's what it amounts to on examining yourself and the things that you do every day that make your life worse. Or certainly don't make it better. Find a new path for that. Pick a new alternative. Pick an alternative to what you do. If it's not adding value to your life. If every time you interact with your partner. It ends up in a fight or someone crying. Then maybe you can start by saying. Okay whatever it is that made that happen. I'm not going to do that anymore. Even if you don't do anything else. Even if you just stop doing that one thing. Your life just got better. Right? It just got better. I'm not going to yell anymore. I have a thing so when when I get in a situation especially with family and, and people that are close to me when I get in a situation where there's the propensity or I've had the habit of going to the dark side of actually developing a negative attitude towards it I remind myself to go to neutral. And I've said it in earlier in an earlier podcast I think it said something don't jump in the car with them on their emotional issue, right? So there they are. They're upset. A reaction is to get upset. Our response usually is to be upset and to come at them with the same level of energy as they come at you. And if they're angry with you, then it's to come at their come and overdo, overpower their energy level. Come with a higher energy level. And what happens? They come back with a higher energy level and pretty soon you're yelling at each other, the neighbors call the cops and there's a knock on the door. I was broken. Sandy was broken. We did not know how to communicate. We did not know how to do it any other way. And then I just stopped doing it. I just said, you know what? I told her one day, I'm not going to yell at you anymore. I love you. You're amazing. Obviously, there's a reason that you're upset, and we're going to fix it. See, that that love, honor, and cherish, the reason you get together and you share a life with someone is because you love them. And what love means is that you are willing to do anything for them. This podcast, all this thing, this life, this RV life. If Sandy were truly unhappy with this life and it didn't work, you know what i do? We'd create a new life. We'd create a new life that addressed what she wanted and gave me what I need. It doesn't have to look like this. We can fix it. And that point is made internally, too. You don't, you, you don't have to react the way you always do to those situations. You can sit and look at those situations in your quiet place, with no distractions, and ask yourself questions about, well, what if I did this? What if I did that? And I guarantee you, it won't be long before you like, oh, well, let's try this. And the next time that situation arises, instead of you doing that thing that makes it worse, you try that new thing. You try doing something different, and all of a sudden you realize, wait. I mean, I'm telling you, when I told my wife, listen, I will do whatever it takes to help you succeed, to help you feel good, to make your tears go away. Now, what did she do? She stopped crying. You don't have to cry when you know you have help, right? People who cry are alone. People who cry are crying because there's nothing else left to do. Fixing what's broken is starts with looking at it, and it starts with an idea about what can be. It starts with an image in our head about what can be. It's about a story. It's about a story of how great it can be. Me and Sandy kind of came off of this, where Sandy and I kind of got a head start on this because our story, with her being 16 and me being 18 when we got married, we had a baby coming. Baby's on the way, right? We get, in, I get a house. I rent a small house. I have a job. I'm just doing it. I'm doing it like everyone else. I'm looking at everyone else. I'm going, yeah, okay. And maybe it's because we were our dest, our destiny was to accomplish this. I'm talking about the relationship. Our destiny was to make it to 40 years and be the best friends we've ever been in our 40th year of marriage, right? Because I just couldn't see it any other way. I couldn't see it. After you get past the first year, you're thinking, well, we made it past one. Let's make it past two. And we just kept hanging on, hanging on, trying things, trying things. And the only regret I have is had I just known this when I was 25, instead of waiting until I was 45. By the time I was 45, we would have been sitting on top of the world in our relationship. And that's the only regret. Are you going to wake up one day looking at the things you could have done and wish you had? Or are you going to wake up one day looking at the things you did and be glad you did? I don't know. Back to the main point of this. You know, life hands us crap. From school, kids parents, teachers, there's no avoiding it. If you're talking to me, if you walk up to me and you tell me there's nothing wrong with me, everything's right, I'm going to call you a liar. Well, I probably won't call you a liar, but that's, I mean, the, my point is, is that we're all broken. We all have issues. It's a, either control, control issues, OCD. I suffered from perfectionism. The reason I could never get this far with anything is because it had to be perfect before I put it out there. Before I ever joined the karate school, before I ever became a student, I spent a year learning how to punch and kick stuff. Walked into the karate school, I could do a spinning crescent kick or spinning heel kicks all the way across the dojo, from one end to the other. The, the instructor was like, wow, and that was how I rolled. But some things you aren't going to get perfect at first. Some things you're not going to be perfect at, no matter how hard you try. That's okay. Do something, do something to make it better. Do something in your life to make it better, to give you a reason to smile, to give you a reason to laugh, to give you some hope, to give you a place to put your energy, your resources, your time, your effort, your focus. Hmm. I don't know guys, I think, um, I think I'm think i on my roll. I don't feel any self-conscious, I'm not self-conscious about sitting up here anymore. I feel like I've, I've done enough. I think I've I come to the table with one idea and that is to help you realize what Sandy and I realized in our life and it is that it's not about what you have. And the last thing you want to do is let the things that you have keep you from doing the things you love. And that's what's happening. I understand, you can have a nice house but it doesn't have to cost you your life. You can have a nice vehicle. You can have things, vehicles and the things that you want in your life, but scale it down so you're not giving up everything else in your life. You're not giving up the opportunity to sit silent with yourself and fix what's broken. To be energized by the idea that, yes, you suck right now and you think you suck right now, but you found a way to pick. You're going to make it better. You're going to be an amazing person. You're taking your life and yourself in a new direction. So keep it in mind. I'm loving it. I think it's amazing that everyone keeps showing up. The numbers are jumping. This is on YouTube. Not that anyone wants to watch me talk. Hopefully with the sound quality coming up, I think I feel pretty good about it. I hope you're excited about everything. As always, just keep in mind that let's face every day from a platform of kindness and consideration. Throw a little acceptance in there and some empathy and then just be the best you can be. find a reason to wake up every day energized, pick something that excites you, and then go for it. And I guarantee before you know it, you're going to be there. And then you're going to be looking back going, wow. And once you get that fuel in your take, you will become unstoppable. So keep that in mind. And as always, just remember, today is your day. Make it a good one.